Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park That part of my masculinity has been shut off, I guess. I don't know what that is. Guns, drugs. You're so. like, I love Pixar. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined, as always, by Danae Hughes. I will not be talking about a Jonathan puppet today. <laughs> Jonathan is not with us, but we will do our best. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. I feel like I have to use, I have to come up with a different phrase. For what? For n- not with us. Like, oh. not, it's just it's such a. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Maybe like, he's not here right, right. now. <laughs> Jonathan has left us. Uh, no, Jonathan went on uh, a cheer competition. Yes, you journey. guys didn't know, but he's actually a cheerleader. He's, that's right. If you've watched Netflix Cheer, you know exactly. Uh, yeah, he's he the stars in that big buff dude that wears like those little wristbands. Right. Yeah, and 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 holds the ladies aloft. Yes, that's Jonathan. That is Jonathan. It's not, uh, so it'll not just Jonathan. Be Danae and I today, uh, and we're excited to take you through. Probably a little bit of a shorter version when it's just the two of us, but take you through the videos and such from the week. How are you doing, Danae? I'm doing good. Good. Yeah. Oscar uh, weekend came and went. Yeah. So I watched the Sposcars. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting because I wasn't actually watching the Oscars. I was just <laughs> watching you guys watch the Oscars. If you don't know, the Sposcars are the Sif Pop Oscars, which is uh, a podcast I do on pop culture called Sif Pop, and we get all the writers together and have a good yeah. time doing a live stream. You have like a community of people that write on SifPop.com, mm-hmm. and, and so it was. you had this whole weekend leading up to the Oscars where you had watch parties all day of watching all of the movies, yeah. and so the- That was, was intense. It was kind of fun to see all of the- people that i've interacted with on social media and i planned to be there but i got really really sick so i couldn't yeah. come so that was a bummer but it was yeah. fun to watch you guys yeah we had a good time the uh the um the th- it would be interesting to see just the live stream and not oh, the actual yeah. show yeah. like were you confused yeah, oh yeah because we weren't <laughs> explaining everything no. on the show no i had it took me a minute to figure out that when everybody went silent it was because you were actually watching the show and i was like oh this is a watch-along experience <laughs> duh but i was do something guys i was laying in bed so ill and so i was just watching on my phone and i didn't have an ability to like watch the oscars anywhere else and so i was just chatting in the chat room with it everybody. was fun you had it was like 60-some people that were watching you guys when I was in the room. Uh, we had 672 
show up at one point or another. That's awesome. So yeah, and uh, in our max, uh, our peak concurrent viewers were seventy five. So yeah, it was a well attended show. We had a good time. I bring it up because I know. You might want to hear our thoughts on the Oscars, but me talking to Danae mm-hmm. about the Oscars probably is probably boring. not fun for anyone. It, it, no, <laughs> it'll be kind of hollow. Yeah, Sorry. so maybe we wait for Jonathan to get back and maybe we share a few thoughts on the Oscars. Sure, sure. It might end up somewhere, but uh, we'll go into it. We'll do our our uh, our behind the sins because... Nobody's going to jump right into it. Because that's why we're here. Let's do it. Let's do this inside scoop. What's he building in there? Take a look at the videos from the week. The process of sending them, how we felt about them in general. Um, let's start with uh, TV since Breaking Bad, shall we? Mm. And the bags in the river. My first experience with Breaking Bad. Yeah. See, this is one of those interesting things. When we assign TV sins, uh, Danae, we like to pay attention to your sensibilities. Uh, My never, sensitivity. Your sensitivities. We've never assigned you Walking Dead. Thank you. For instance. Mm-hmm. Um, Although but, I, apparently I might not be as triggered. At, like there are certain episodes that are, I don't know, less. Possibly. But, but you never really know. to avoid it, you know, when we can. Yeah, you, you've done a really nice job. Even in movies, sometimes you'll you'll see like I'm, I'm assigned to one that might trigger me. And so then we'll like trade or something. Right. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk yeah, to yeah. the guys and figure out how to yeah. scooch that around. Yeah. So it was interesting when we've got Walking Dead scripts and Breaking Bad scripts. And I'm like, well, Breaking Bad can go there. But, you know, usually Breaking Bad's okay. She'll be fine with that. And then I assign you the... The bags in the river. Yeah, you messaged me and you're like, hey, just want to let you know, this show starts off with cleaning up people soup. <laughs> and I was like, what? And you're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. It's just, you know, it's it's really gross. It's just, it's a, it's a acid, uh, it's an acid bath gone wrong and they're cleaning up human remains. There's definitely bones involved. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? It just happens to be that one. But I'm glad I'm glad you did warn me about it because then I could kind of like do the thing in my head where I made it jam or something, which we kind of, you know, joke about even in the script. Yeah. But yeah, you've done a nice job of avoiding this sort of visual trauma. Although there ha- there was like in Sons of Anarchy, the very beginning they're like investigating the uh um oh what was it? The fire that was started at that oh, yeah. warehouse and that, then they yeah. they open up that like below ground bunker and it's like the charred remains of these two people that died so like i'm gonna see some stuff and it's not like i can't ever i mean i'm not the most innocent person but like i don't know you'll get a little bit more kind of used to it you just don't want to do walking dead anymore (laughs) (laughs) no i don't (laughs) but i was just asking Uh, you know what it is is i i have such a vivid let me explain let me explain i have such a vivid imagination that when I see that stuff, it like literally seeps into my consciousness. And then I have the most jacked up dreams. I have some real weird stuff that kind of happens up in my imagination. So I just know if I can avoid certain scenarios, I just sleep better Yeah. at night. I just prefer rainbows and unicorns and happiness totally and, get it. and Steven Universe and right. you know all the, all the fun, like my, the good place. I prefer that to be up in my brain rather than the more serious stuff, I guess. Uh, speaking of jam, a uh, new message in the comments says, looks like I picked the wrong video to watch while eating my jam sandwich. Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> somebody else was eating a sandwich in the comments. They were talking about... 
<laughs> like how funny uh, is that? Like, so I what did hear... you think? What you, this is your only experience with Breaking Bad. It is the third episode of the series, so we're still really mm-hmm. early on. Yeah. So what like what are your thoughts watching this episode? Do you get why people love it? Are you interested at all? Like I'm really curious. Well, I so that's good great question. I think that after watching this episode I understood why the fans wanted us to go to this one next as just sort of like a moment in the story that was really compelling. Yeah. I had to do some research to catch me up to this particular moment in Walt's you know, story because I obviously missed, I didn't go back and watch the beginning of the show, which again, I kind of like to do because it drops the narrator sort of into a moment without a lot of context. And that can sometimes work for finding sins and finding things that the narrator wouldn't necessarily like sure. lean into yeah. if they've seen it all. Yep. Um, we're going to talk about The Good Place next. And I had seen everything. So going back and sending that one, it just, the narration brain's a totally different space for me, you know, right. as a writer. So, um, but I still kind of was com- confused a little bit about the general story. So I, I didn't have a bad time watching it, but I've already referenced. It felt a little Sons of Anarchy to me, you know, where it's like a gritty show that's sort of about trying to find humanity in the underbelly of like, you know, here's, drugs and, uh, you know, quote unquote bad guy stuff. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the difference. And you wouldn't know this just from watching right. the episode that you have. Okay. It's not that at all. This this show very specifically was always intended to be what happens when somebody who is a good person breaks bad, actually becomes a bad person. So the main character, Walt, Walt the entire series is going from stand-up guy who teaches high school and you know gets cancer, trying to provide for his family, and then because of his desperate situation, turns to a life of crime. And then finds that he's actually good at it and finds that he loves it and actually turns into a bad guy and suffers the consequences thereof. Right. It's not about finding like goodness in the underbelly. It's, it's about like watching the deterioration of a character. Yeah, which what a strange thing to make the goal of your TV show. But it's it's a fascinating character study. And I think the reason that this episode is one that I understand people would want us to see is because this is. A mur- like he murders somebody yeah and it's this you can clearly see him struggling with that decision and what it's going to mean and he even tries to you know find a friend somehow in in this moment and so watching this one was interesting for me there were some things that were really easy to send and some things that was like oh this is harder to do and the harder part is that character development where the show will like let walt and uh jesse um, no, Domingo in this case. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really kind of sit in a moment and talk back and forth and have like a long conversation that's just going to result in an, a murder here in a minute. But like you still don't know as you're watching it what's going to happen. And I feel like that's another big push of the show is you just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what Walt's going to do. You don't know where his character is going to go. And sort of, and it loves character study. Like it will yeah. linger with, like you said, with characters yeah. for minutes on end just having deep conversations which i think i prefer over sons of anarchy because i didn't like that one again i'm going to compare the two but i didn't like that one because it's just a lot it was a lot of data like yeah soa was like you know the names of all of the gang people and the names of all the places that they are and all these pre-existing like structures like the very first episode drops you into the middle where you're supposed to know everything and then which can be fun sometimes but like here in uh, in BOA or Breaking Bad, rather, it's like um, it's different. You know, it's really kind of sitting in a moment. You're watching this. And what's the actor's name who plays Walt? Do you know? 
Brian Cranston. He's really he's incredible. Fanta- he's fantastic. To Did watch. you ever watch Malcolm in the Middle? No. Oh, see, he was the dad in a sitcom. Oh, fun. Which is. I mean, nobody knew he had this in him, right? And then he just does this. Yeah, you know? I, I. So for those reasons, I enjoyed watching it, but I don't know that I would kind of come back to it. I don't know. Like life is so serious already. Yeah. So if I'm gonna give my entertainment brain something to think about that's like really serious, it's Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> which <laughs> isn't that serious. But you like, yes. you know, you get attached to characters. You don't know if yeah. they're gonna die or not, and they're making weird decisions. And that's pretty much as serious as I want to get with my entertainment. So, but I, I did think that it was really interesting to watch, and I can see why people like it a lot so. so we wrote this together I, I don't even know if i said that a dicer hughes script uh i really liked that you got jeremy to say blah rar <laughs> <laughs> with the jump scare yes that, blah, rawr. well that was a hard moment to watch and so as somebody who doesn't like to feel emotions also the narrator doesn't seem to like emotion either so that could be kind of fun to do is to sort of do a jump scare I loved in the comments that uh, somebody says, I live in Albuquerque and I was in the classroom you're describing mm. and your complaints are completely valid. Yeah. <laughs> what was some of your favorite stuff? Um, there was a lot of fun things for me to sit in this one. I really liked the the one bloody chip that was left untouched. Yes. Like even the actor didn't want to touch it after it dripped down into the like uh-huh. the, the spooky blood. When you said the bloody chip, I uh, remember the plate breaking and how they show it looking two different ways broken. Mm-hmm. And just like if you ever wonder about like comments and how they are all over the board and sometimes they're accurate and sometimes they're not looking at two plates broken completely different there Mm -hmm. were still several comments like oh that's because he took a piece to kill him with later like yes we know that's in the plot but look at the actual plates on the screen yeah there are like four extra pieces the first time nothing to do with the piece being missing the first time it breaks there's fewer pieces and then when you cut back to it there's more pieces yes you know and we get that there's a piece missing guys we're talking about those pieces that you can see also that was really difficult to understand how in the world he could have reached those pieces Anyways, yeah, I'm glad that you zoomed in on that. I also like Aaron that you zoomed in on the pro con list of like why to murder someone. I thought that was a really good. Oh, sense. as I started read because that's the one of the main things we do is we pause and we read stuff that maybe you don't get to read when you're watching it at regular speed. And I'm just looking down his con list for killing this guy, and they're all the same thing. Yeah, they, they're all just like I'm. You know, I'm good. I'm a killing good person. Is killing is bad. <laughs> Judeo-Christian principles. Like, this is all the same point. Sitting on, like, the MVP of the show, the toilet. <laughs> That's right. Um, I also like, too, and it was mentioned in the comments, the sin about the soul taking up a space. <clears throat> this is one of those sins that uh, I like that you wrote it where it's like, if there's a sin about a soul, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then uh-huh. it's later and it's like, oh, fuck. I like, just the way that it played off later yeah. on in the... In I have I have more on that Ooh. in Keeping Tabs. Neat. Uh, ready to move on to everything wrong with the good place, Michael's Gambit. Let's do it. Uh, this was a Hughes Watkins script. Mm-hmm. You guys wrote on the pilot as well together, right? I have no recollection. I think you guys have done both of these. I mean, I remember writing it, but I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jonathan and I are in agreement on this one. This is a uh, he. He said that this is one of his favorite shows that he's ever discovered while working on TV sins, and that's the same for me. We both. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. I've always been a fa- like I was a fan, and I think that's why I, I. I'll start here. This episode is one of those episodes that I. It's like it's a moment, 
because if you're watching this show the first season like I was and you're just watching each episode as it comes out, you know, each mm-hmm. week, you have zero sense of what's coming. Right. And I don't think that's possible within a month after this episode aired. Within a month after this episode aired, even subconsciously, if you go back to watch this show, you know there's something interesting about this show that people are really bubbling. You know what I mean? And so it's it's like it's this different thing of when I watched this episode, it blew my mind. I, I was remember. Like, you cannot do this in sitcoms. Sitcoms don't do twist endings to seasons. That's just not – you know what I mean? And so it was kind of – it was I, – I love it. I, it's when I was like, oh, so this show and I are together forever. This show is hard to sin because they are so – like – they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so, and we'll, I guess we'll kind of get more into the sins moments here in a moment. Um, Cause Jonathan continued to say it's inventive, hilarious, and actually has heart to it while not being overly, overtly cheesy. And of course the twist is great, even though I already knew it. I agree with him, but then like on top of that, they go into such deep philosophical conversations too, and manage to keep it light. So they sprinkle in like conversations about, the meaning of life, the meaning of friendships, the meaning of our moral compass, the meaning of the afterlife, like there's all of this stuff. And so to me, I just think the minds that put this together in, and they were so purposeful and so specific and had such a clear vision of what they wanted to do. It's an example to me of how to do a good sitcom, not only with great actors and like humor and everything, but just like all of it working together. There was something here that was really magical and it's something that I'm glad that they've ended. I'm so glad this didn't turn into one of those sitcoms that just keeps like dipping back into the drama. Well, to figure out how to stretch this way beyond it need where it needs to go. It doesn't need to be friends season a thousand. You know, it's just, it has a story to tell and then the story is over. And I love, I love, love, love that. And I love how it ended. Like everything about it, uh, is something that I really, really enjoyed. So sending it was definitely not my favorite. <laughs> Michael Schur is uh, the creator of The Good Place, and he also was involved in bringing us The Office, uh, as well as Parks and Recreation, mm. and as well as Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So gotcha. he is... He's got a good pulse for humor. Yeah. Uh, as far as the uh, episode itself, I'll start since I didn't write on it. Uh, Fart Leaker Chair uh, was very funny to me. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, hey, how- funny thing about Fart Leaker Chair... In our in our script, sometimes we'll like uh-huh. have something that will contradict itself inside the same script. Yes, yes. So we like we send toilet humor and then do a fartly yes, chair joke. Of course, <laughs> that is completely appropriate. I know, and it's just so funny to see how trolled people you, feel. <laughs> you can't do it, but we can do it. Do as I say, not as I do. Just uh, funny. Uh, when Michael just casually knocks the water glass off, and it's just house cats. <laughs> Yay! I love that one. I had to fight for that one. That one's so good. I had um, to fight for that one a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it just he he does. He looks feline like when he, he does oh, this. Yeah. Like very dismissive and yeah, no, I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that one makes me laugh. Um lifting the curse ban and then Jeremy giving an example I thought was good. Uh the cheaty sin was like um about uh you know, I won't change or maybe I will. Uh, I, I love meta stuff like that. I'm not surprised to see that in the comment section, there's a lot of conversation about the sins, you know, for people that are like defending the furniture or the desks, uh, you know, or all the other ones where people get defensive about the show because it is so well made. It's pretty intricate. 
It's very intricate. And, and it certainly leaves an openness to why things might be the way they are. But when you have the, the fans defending the show, it's that, that to me says that they love it so much they don't want it to be sinned. And I totally, I totally get that. Like I have my moments watching Sin's videos where I'm like, no, 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 you can't Nuh-uh. go, no, no, this, da, 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 da. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, you feel like you're doing your job when you're trolling people <laughs> a little bit, which is sort of interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I mean, yes. I mean, at the end of the day, it's for a smile, for a laugh. So, And that's the hope is that you found some thing in there that you enjoyed um but yeah let's lift that curse ban if 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 it's (laughs) if it's actually hell yeah yes um the uh the only other thing i wanted to mention was the sin at the end about you know maybe write something else like also this is hell you know if you're gonna leave yourself a note (laughs) yeah very convenient yeah it was it was fun that was a fun one uh let's talk about music video sin shall we I, I think we should. I think we should talk about Megan Trainer specifically, but only if you want to. Uh, Megan Trainer and Nicki Minaj too, right? Surprise! N- nice to meet you. Yeah, I didn't read the title, um, so I was like, "Whoa, wait, huh?" I think on a like a like a total audio level, I like the song. Like mm-hmm. it's like it sounds cool. It's cool yeah. enough for whatever, and the message doesn't seem awful. I'm just kind of indifferent to it. You know, it just seems mm-hmm. like very basic pop music to me. Yeah, it's like an easy reach. Yeah. It's, yeah. It felt a little bit of a, um, a easy reach, positive message, but I have to tell you, I hated the video. Why do you hate the video, though? I don't know. I think it's pastels. Oh, in interesting. Feels, I loved the uh, La La very, Land outtake. Feels very Easter to me. You know? Yeah, like yeah. It, it did. It reminded me of the La La Land dresses, and they used the La La Land outtake at the end, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, see, um, I missed that reference because yeah. I didn't see La La Land. Yeah, you hate me if you want to. <laughs> Listen, I don't hate you. Listen, you're the one that's missing out on stuff you might like. Uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. No, for some reason, just the aesthetics of the video. Like, I didn't the fashion. I didn't like the hairstyle, the makeup, the colors. The guys, the, the sets, nothing hit this for me. Not yeah. even, like, even Nicki Minaj's clothes. Uh, it was like, there was nothing. Oh, you know what? I like I like Nicki's wig. It was definitely a choice. Bubblegum pink looked really cool. Yeah. I like that one. That's about all. That's it. Like, Megan's hair was bothering me. <laughs> I don't know. It was pushing, like, 80s Did clothing. It, are, are you okay? Did something happen? Did somebody hurt you today? I, like, <laughs> Well, that's a... It's a deep conversation. You're taking it out on this video. I am equipped for this job. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't enjoy it. I did not like it. I get it. This is one I like to listen to, but not really, actually. It was not not a pop song. I'd be like, ooh, that's my jam. It's like, okay, that's a song. Yeah. Then the video just made it kind of taste like, you know those Easter candies that are eggs? Uh Uh-huh. Uh, where it's like chocolate, like it's a like a maybe like a chocolate malt ball or something. Yeah. Kind of first, the coloring of the egg, which is chalky, dissolves in your mouth and that coats your entire mouth, and so then you can't enjoy the malt or the chocolate because mm. it's been coated in this weird chalky egg yeah. flavor stuff. That's what this video was for me. Okay, yeah. fake sugar. Worse than that, it didn't even taste like sugar, <laughs> like chalk. Well, I guess I should clarify. Fake sugar does taste like chalk to me. I don't <laughs> I guess it tastes like sugar to other people. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I can tell. I don't like it. Yeah, which just means I loved the video, the, the Sins video. Cause well, I'm like, yeah. yeah, rip it apart. <laughs> uh, what, what were some of your things? You're probably going to steal all mine, but go ahead. 
Um, well, actually, the first thing was speaking of being somebody who sometimes gets triggered by sins. When he goes into the Taylor Swift documentary, Netflix documentary, I was like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> Leave I, her out of this. I love Taylor. <laughs> um, you do it because I don't want to take yours. Uh, have you met Tom Holland? Have you? Uh, was my, my favorite sin. I haven't um, There was later they did Have You Met Meghan Markle, which for whatever reason. That she's like the perfect woman or something. Yeah. For yeah. whatever reason, didn't hit me as hard as uh, have, have You Met Tom Holland. I thought that was great. Uh, Girl from Ipanema when they were in the elevator and then to call back to it in the outtakes, I thought was great too. Mm-hmm. Um, because I too love the girl from Ipanema, and uh, oh yeah, me is... too. I super know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like the classic elevator song. Um, so yeah, those were some of my favorites. You know what? What? This is going to be the shortest segment today. <laughs> Let's move on <laughs> uh, to the movie sins, otherwise known as you know what we should call it, cinema sins. <gasps> it's got sin right in there. Wouldn't that make sense? That is the greatest name for a YouTube channel. We should super do it. <laughs> Which one do you want to do? Because we have two this week. Yeah, uh, We'll start with The Departed since that came out first. This was an Atkinson Scott script. Um, as far as the movie itself, you haven't seen it, right? I haven't. And guys, I, I apologize. I forgot to ask the guys for notes. I don't know if I mentioned this. I've been really sick. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't have I don't even have like their thoughts on it. Yeah. And I haven't seen this movie. So this might be e- even faster than the Meghan Markle. That's OK. Wait, we, we, we already. I just said Meghan Markle. That's fine. It was Meghan, Meghan Markle, Meghan Trainor. They're pretty <laughs> much the same person. <laughs> guys, it's, it's a day. <laughs> it, can, it can be a quicker episode today. Oh, Jonathan's wow. out. You're not feeling well. Everybody gets it. <laughs> Uh, no, I've seen the movie, and so I guess I will say I didn't like it, and that is a very uh, you didn't like the movie? unpopular opinion. Oh. Uh, I, I guess there are some others who don't like The Departed. The, there's some really forced symbolism that people hate in it, that kind of stuff. But for me, it comes down to this is a Scorsese gangster movie where he is doing that thing where it's just like, watch these crazy gangster people do crazy gangster things. Isn't it fun? And I'm like, no, it's not fun. <laughs> so I just, I don't have a good time with it. Yeah. I feel like I need to rewatch some of these movies and maybe give them a second chance with, you know, because I have different eyes now than nah. I had, you know, when I watched it the first with time. With all your free time. Yes, exactly. With all my free time. But I will say though, Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio, I find to be. They're great. Really fun to watch. Yes. I like, I like their style most right. of the time. Right. They're great actors. Yeah. My problem is... And also really handsome. Okay. (laughs) Yes. They are both very handsome. But also, for me, I need more than just a great performance. I need something in the movie that connects me. Something in the movie where I go, this is where I'm investing. Whether it be a a message or a theme or a character or And as somebody who didn't see it, what was it supposed to be? I think think you're just supposed to invest in, oh, look at this crazy world and they're killing each other. And like, it's that Martin Scorsese thing, like gangsters, aren't they cool? Like, you know, it's just kind of like, isn't it cool how they double cross each other and kill each other in these, you know, surprising ways? And I'm just like, I just, it doesn't connect to me. Yeah. It just doesn't interest me in that way. I, I, I am apparently that part of my masculinity has been shut off, I guess. I don't know what that is. Guns, drugs. <laughs> right? Like, I just, it doesn't excite me. No. You're so. like, I love Pixar. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you. 
I am a child, a testosterone-less child. Who is Jack in this one? Jack Nicholson? Yeah. I probably will not be able to answer your questions on either of those movies. Well, this is going to be awkward. <laughs> okay. But I can we'll try. try. We'll try. What was your question about Jack? About um, his character? I, well, I was just trying to figure out, like, in relation to each other, are they all, are they co- co-workers? <laughs> <laughs> It's not maybe the best word. <laughs> Aaron, I have a question about The Departed. Are all these guys like co-workers? Like how are they related to Some each of other? them are. You basically got the FBI <laughs> and then you've got organized crime. And Jack but, is but, organized crime. Okay, okay, okay. That's what but I thought. But he, it turns out, is he's actually, actually he's actually being an informant for the FBI, but he's kind of double-crossing that. He's like a triple agent kind right. of thing. He's actually so, working for Santa Claus the whole <laughs> the time. The whole time, it's... About Santa Claus, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like one of those who who's going to figure out who's who when. Yeah, who's in on it? Who's going to you know get the other person first? Is is Leo going to figure out that Matt Damon, you know, is the guy, or is you know Matt going to uh, sabotage Leo? And it's just there's nothing good comes. Who's going to kill who? F- who first? Yes. And so how? And so the movie ends with rat stew. <laughs> yes. With some heavy-handed rat symbolism. Okay. Because there's so many rats. Right. Traitors, you know, kind of thing. That they're just all over banisters. Yes, exactly. Okay. Wow, this sounds like a super great movie. <laughs> I actually... I, I, somebody should be in here who likes this movie. It's oh, an Oscar-winning film. Like, Is it? You know, yeah. Oh, like my God. And that's and that was this uh, past week was Oscar week, and so they did two Oscar-winning films. Oh. Uh, so we put two Oscar-winning films out there. So that's kind of how that works. Somebody knows what they're doing around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about the uh, video itself. Um, I had a uh, several sins that I enjoyed. Um, uh, there's a moment in the video where somebody says, "I don't have," or "You don't have a cat." I like that, and that's just like a line in the movie. And instead of even writing a sin, they just ding it. It's <laughs> just like, "We'll not put up with your cat hate." Yeah, listen, uh, Jeremy loves cats. There is a uh, a line that uh, where one of the characters basically asks a woman if she's had her period yet, or something like that, and then they do the whole. Uh, you, sir, I've known gynecologists, and you, sir, are no gynecologist. It just cracked me up the way that they said it. Uh, made me laugh. Uh, and then to follow that directly with the sin, steak fries. That's just, this is the, the like, epitome of what we do. Like, it's just, it can go from one thing to another so quickly. The narrator can, you know, be making a somewhat uh, powerful and deep statement about uh, men's inappropriateness with women, and then the next, he just doesn't like steak fries. You know <laughs> so what? So he just says steak fries. And then you can get into the comments, and somebody's not having a good and time. And somebody's with not that. having a good time with either you one. Can't, of them. You can't say that that's wrong with the movie because steak fries are delicious. Steak fries are amazing. I love steak fries. Um, and then the other one that I wanted to mention was uh, when uh, one of the characters says, My people are out there, and uh, the sin is, You have one people. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's true. That made me laugh. Uh, There you go. That's the uh, departed. Instead of one person. Right. You have have one one people. people. That reminds me of when I first started looking over scripts. I'm like, guys, I I think our grammar is wrong because it's just like, why this show? Why this scene? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I think we we did something. I think we did something wrong here. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, no, no. No, that's intentional. That's intentional. It's just funny. Uh, I I really don't have much more uh, to add to what you said. So if you want to just... Supity doop dap doop jump into <laughs> fava beans. We can. <laughs> yeah, sure.
Silence of the Lambs was an Atkinson share script. Uh, so Chris and Barrett writing on this. Chris and Barrett. If there's one thing you can tell from this script, it's that they really liked this movie. Uh, there are so many sin removals on this one, and I don't blame them. The performances in this are so good. Like, it's iconic. It's, it's, it is iconic. It's insane how good uh, Anthony Hopkins is in this movie and Jodie Foster as well. So, like, it's just, I, I totally get it. Uh, this is a, a stunning film. So, you haven't seen this one either? Um, no. This is definitely one that's on my uh, head whip over to the side. Oh, my God. What do you mean you haven't seen this one? I list? don't know. It wouldn't surprise I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of a horror film. So, it wouldn't surprise me that you haven't seen it. I know. But there's just those particular movies that people just assume that everybody has seen. But because it is such a, like... I've I've seen parts of this movie. I've not seen this movie in its entirety. So whenever I was watching the Sins video, there were certain things I remember watching. So I wonder if maybe I picked it up on TV a couple times and realized I was watching The Silence of the Lambs at some point in my life, which wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. As a recovering TV, TV flipper. <laughs> I haven't flipped the TV channels in holy crap forever. Yeah. But that used to be a thing. Hey, there used to be these things called remote controls. And what you would do is you would sit down and you would just go up or down the channel and that's all that you had. And so sometimes you'd land on something that looked interesting and you'd see stuff. You know what's amazing? Mm-hmm. There are uh, more than one of the CinemaSins writers who still watch television that way. So Wow, that's weird. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. No, me either. It's been a long time since I've channel flipped. Very, very long time. But like the the scene, I guess now that I know, uh, sort of towards the end um, where she is showing up at the house and it's like that uh, rug out from underneath you where you think the police are showing up, but it's just her by herself. That whole moment in the house where she's kind of being hunted, I've watched that and I don't remember anything when after a certain moment yeah. and i don't remember anything before that so i'm assuming that i was like oh this is too scary and then i moved the change the channel. right yeah but um what i liked about like reading the script and seeing the sins video and even the sin removals i think there was five total on this one um that you're talking about too is just the way that the sins are written or the sins removals are written is they're talking about the movie and what it was it's done for filmmaking while also sending it. So for example, that moment like this has been done so many times now, but was this the first time it was done super well where someone rings the doorbell and you think that they're somewhere where they're not? Right. And that's kind of fun to think about in filmmaking where there's those groundbreaking moments, the twists, the different things like this. And and watching the Sins video, piecing together what they are pointing out was interesting for me. Like, you know, he, uh, before she, the very beginning of the video, before she like leaves the uh, detective's office, she asks a random question and then he gives her valuable information. And the Sin is like, why wouldn't you give her that before you send her off to do something? Um, or the guard that's like, don't get too close to the glass and, and maybe shows a picture of somebody who was got hurt before. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm missing a lot of context clues. But it, so it seems like this, this movie is just all about building that last second tension. And it's like that last second tension happens in all of these last second ways that uh-huh. if you think about it a lot, doesn't make any sense. But if you're sitting there watching it, it, it had to have been 
so powerful. Yeah, it's just it's 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 tension done perfectly. Yeah, um, it's it's done really really well. So. Yeah, like I said, I, it doesn't surprise me all the sin removals. Uh, I think the first one they removed five, and then there were like three or four other sin removals where they moved one or two. So, not surprising at all. Yeah, uh, it's that good. Uh, the video itself, uh, right at the beginning, when it's like, "Couldn't we figured out the woods part for ourselves?" I loved that. <laughs> That's so funny. It's like, yeah. And why, I guess, why is that there? And then she's like on some sort of campus where she can run and they can find her and then she runs Apparently. back to yeah and just goes in all sweaty because i guess that's what you do it's just amazing like what Quantico. we just accept when we watch a movie or anything really anything entertainment you sit there and you accept what you're seeing and this job as a writer requires you to question everything that you're question seeing everything yeah so it, that's just fascinating to me all the things that are easy to kind of pull from there's some stuff that i really appreciated too like the whole perspective of like her being the only female in this male dominated world and to see her with just all these dudes looking at her like she's a piece of candy or like not right. worth anything. And at the time, I think, you know, that perspective was even more powerful. It's it's kind of hopefully becoming more common now to see the women the in change, the women in power positions mm-hmm. and not having to like explain it or or show the work that has to be done, but this movie is showing the work that has to be done and the barriers that have to, that had to, and still have to be kind of gone up against. Right. I really liked, you know, seeing that, uh, that moment. Speaking of women at the FBI, I cannot watch even a clip of silence of the lambs and not think of Dana Scully from X files. Oh yeah. And I don't know, I guess they look kind of similar. Um, but it's just, it just, reminds i think that's like the prototype kind of thing um that was the sin that uh they removed three sins i think for the women empowerment but it was only after showing that hannibal lecter treats her as an equal yeah (laughs) it was like okay so the only person in this show is really treating her like a person is the serial killer is the serial killer this is one of those movies too where i don't understand what is happening it's so many iconic things there's a moth there's a guy with a dog in a pit there's Hannibal Lecter, and I don't understand how a any of them. A guy with a dog in a pit. Yeah. Which which one is what? Is, what is that? She puts on the lotion, guy. Uh, yes. There's that guy. Yeah. A uh, dog in a pit in the well. Yeah. It's not a dog. He has a dog. That's a woman. There's a dog. He's holding a dog. Oh, he may be holding a dog. Yeah, there's a oh, dog. the guy with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> and the pit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Miscommunication is so fun sometimes. <laughs> I didn't know where the comma was. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> well, I was speaking very Because I was saying the guy with the dog in the pit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he does get in the... The dog does go in the pit. Does the dog go in the well? Yeah, because she holds him hostage, remember? Oh, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be right. It has been... I, I need to admit, it, and this is why I said been I might not minute. be... Uh, a huge expert on helping you on this one. I've seen mm-hmm. this once, and it was a long time ago. Oh, okay. And I, I feel like a bad film person for that. But like, I just there's so many uh, great movies I haven't seen even once that it's hard for me to go revisit stuff. So sometimes. I can't ask you the details of the case. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dang it. No, I didn't even know the dog got in the pit. So well, uh, it seemed to me th- this is fun, right? Like everyone listening on the last two or several videos probably like. Ah! This is I why we need Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan, you are loved and needed. <laughs> we don't know what's happening without you, man. Um, it was interesting. Like, so there's been 
moths and throats, and then there's a head mm-hmm. that's maybe embalmed. So is there a, there a moth in that throat? And right, why was it there? And there's a sin well, about that it's, it's been just, there for ten years. And so was that Hannibal's head? And, right, it's just or was I, that Bill's head? And I don't understand <laughs> any of that stuff. I don't know that I can put it all together yeah. for you, but it's kind of that I'm serial killers that. that leave clues, and then you. You know, you kind of piece things together by but, putting those. But was it all so that and... Hannibal could escape prison in the future? Oh yeah, is that the idea? Yeah, is he's that a he... mastermind, and he's figured out exactly how so, what but, he needs to do to get out. So he figured out how to make Bill kill people. <laughs> I think there's an element of that. Yes. So he kind of fostered him to kill people so that he could get out. Well, I, again, it's been a long time. Just but... say yes. Yes. It's amazing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also liked the mandatory face-off clip in this one. Uh-huh. Uh, that cracked me up because, of course, talking about faces off, and that's all I can, that's all I can think of. Right. And so for them to be like, pause, got to do this mandatory moment. That was a really, really fun play. Nice. Um, but the rest of the things that I oh 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 oh, and the cat that says, "Follow me to understanding." <laughs> <laughs> Love that line. <laughs> The rest of the things, I guess I'm going to have to just wait for Jonathan because I just have a whole bunch of questions. You know what? Or go watch it because it doesn't seem like it's that scary now that it's been so long. I, want, I was going to ask you that. I wondered if maybe like watching Sin's videos makes it easier for you to go, I bet I could watch that. You know, I have... It kind of depowers de- it in mm-hmm. some way. Yeah, and I have felt that multiple times. I think we've even talked about it here on the show a, a few times that I feel like, oh, maybe I can go back and kind of watch this one. And now that I sort of know what's coming and if the grossest thing is Hannibal Lecter biting off someone's f- no nose yeah but and then doing like the 80s or whenever this came out version of like slashing somebody up which is so pg that, right. that'd be on tv now you know that's like yeah. so yeah i think i could probably watch this one well i await your review oh no uh i liked the uh Why put that pressure on you <laughs> i liked the quid pro quo uh also known as official united states diplomacy oh uh, lord that cracked me up uh, they obviously copied this from Steve Buscemi and Con Air. Yes, yeah. slayed me. Uh, and I sinned Pete's dragon once. Was the other one that made me re- really uh, giggle because we all know how much Jeremy hated Pete's dragon. The original? Uh, no, the remake. Okay, well, which that's... I think is a perfectly fine movie. But... Oh Lord! <laughs> don't yeah. let Jeremy know. Don't tell him, guys. Don't tell Jeremy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, mm-hmm. Those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my... Uh, every time I talk... Wow. I, 
Aaron feels when we're um, okay. We're gonna try this. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. I can just see the tweets now. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. Ready to move on to keeping tabs? Check. We're each going to uh, pull a story from putting together last week's content to chat about. Uh, could be anything from a Google search to strange research to a deleted sin, whatever you like. You want to go first today? Sure. What do you got? Okay. Well, I looked up uh, two things for Breaking Bad. Well, I looked up a lot about Breaking Bad because I was clueless. But <laughs> yeah, the first one I looked up, didn't find a lot, but then just asked you about it. Which was why was it? What is the bags in the river mean? And the bags in the river. Because I thought that Walt was going to throw the dead body in the river in a bag. Oh, because he killed somebody. Yeah, but then he didn't kill. Like it didn't show anything. It shows him over a highway, and I seriously assumed he was kind of like looking out over the highway, and then there was like a river, and we would see him like drag the body over to the river. You're just waiting for this river to show up. There's no river. <laughs> so thank you for explaining that. That's just a the cat's out of the bag, well, and titles, it gets worse. See, different shows do different titles differently, right? Just like our podcast. <laughs> that's right. Like he, You watch an episode of Friends, and it says the one where you know, Joey tells Rachel, and you're like, oh, this is the one where Joey tells Rachel. Right. You know, like, like they make it very obvious, and then others are more artistic. So and, this is more artistic. Yeah, it's it's more of a just kind of a, a common phrase, and it, it plays off of the second episode, which was right. um, Cats Out of the Bag. And that's what you explained to me, so thank you, because the internet did no service for me on that one. <laughs> But I also looked up why Jesse's face was so jacked up in this one because there's like a moment oh, when yeah. they're fighting in the yeah, and I'm like, what's wrong with Jesse's face? Which, we did the guys, uh, the I mean, Goonies outtake, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is why because it's just so disfigured Puffy. and inflamed, yeah, and I it's like could, an allergic reaction. Like I could not find anything that explained there's so much wiki material for Breaking Bad, but nothing specifically did about you find anything eventually. No, I mean, I ended up looking up, like, does meth cause inflammation? Okay. <laughs> Hello, FBI. I know. God. But apparently it can. It can cause, like, inflammation issues. So I I'm, thought I, it was. Now, I haven't. it's been a long time since I've watched uh, that second episode because yeah. we skipped over it for In the Sins. But um, I th- I think it's because he got beat up, isn't it? Didn't I don't he, like, know. Get roughed up? I thought he got roughed up. Well, like in my mind, and maybe I should go back and watch it again. It was after he took drugs that it really was obvious. But maybe there wasn't a, a lot thing. before that that I'm missing or something because I'm missing something. Yeah, I and think you're does... missing him getting roughed up by the people that they now have. They've killed one of them and they now have the other one in captivity. The the drug people that mm-hmm. they're they're taking. Yeah, over the I think scene the drug whatever. people okay. roughed him up. Who were informants, by the way. Yes. Oh, God. (laughs) I know that because I looked it up. (laughs) There you go. So that's what I looked up. What about you? Uh, I kind of hinted at mine, but uh, for the the sin at the beginning that that comes full circle at the end, where it's like if they say, you know, so here's the sin, um, and he says we are blank percent short. It just seems like something's missing, doesn't it? 
And uh, I said, is it 21 grams short in reference to the movie 21 grams? Because if Sean Penn walks into the room right now, I'm giving all the sins back. But I swear to God, if she says, what about the soul? I'm adding 15 more. Yeah. And then it doesn't happen. So he's like, phew. I wrote that completely forgetting she actually says that at the end. (gasps) When I and now now that's funny now I, now I will say this the brain is an amazing thing I probably knew that sure, in my brain sure. I knew that that was coming because I have seen the episode but when I wrote that I you forgot I had forgotten in at least my conscious brain that right. that actually happens so when it came to the end <laughs> I was laughing so hard <laughs> you're like what <laughs> I was like oh I guess I have to give those sins now. Because the soul weighs something, okay? Yeah, that is the implication. It's not weightless. Our souls have... Weight to them? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe about 21 grams? (laughs) Is it possible you've Uh, seen that movie? 21 grams? No. Oh, because it's about the weight of the soul. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. There's the urban legend that dead bodies, you know, weigh mm. 21 grams less than they did when they were alive. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. Nothing to do with moisture. <laughs> no. Drying up no. in our skin or whatever. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, it's just kind of one of those funny things where you remember something that you didn't know you remembered. And then and then you, and there it is. And then there it is. And you're like, wow, that's amazing. That reminds me of when I did that with the pilot of The Good Place. And one of my sins was about like, yeah, that's what that's what a demon would say. Right, and you're yeah. like, Danae, you can't write that because that's actually the reveal. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, but I got, but, but that means I'm right. <laughs> like you, it's, it's, so, it's somewhere yeah. in there and it's just this weird thing yeah, that our brains exactly. do. Yeah. yeah, it's fun stuff. Uh, you ready to move on to the comment section? Let's do it. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to pick a comment from this week's videos to talk about, and we've got a uh, feedback question as well uh, from Tyler that we'll get to here in a bit. Uh, but first, Danae, what did you find in the comments? Oh, so many lovely things, mostly about toilets and basements. A lot of conversation. Uh, OP Shogun for Breaking Bad said, in basement toilets defense, my friend's house has one right in the middle of theirs. I guess it's a thing. And then like Ethan's like, my grandmother's house in Cincinnati has basement toilet and it's out in the open. Has no basement idea. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a disease. Kels says. Your, your grandma's house caught basement toilet. <laughs> like, uh, Sorry. Kel says, I know of at least four random basement toilets. (laughs) Someone needs to research this and get back to me. And then people start talking about furnished and unfurnished basements. Like, conversation. This this happened so many times in the comments. I really enjoyed this because I personally have never walked down into an unfinished basement and seen a toilet just in the middle of the room. How is that even... I, maybe I'm maybe people are different now this is a personal question okay that yeah. I'm about to ask oh, you. okay between you and your husband very open about are you are you uh, private poopers or <laughs> <laughs> well or first, public poopers? first of all let me clarify um we don't even have a basement we have <laughs> bathrooms that have walls what they have a door right I'm and asking do you close the door we have doors and everything. do you close the door or do you lock the door I started to keep the door open to deter my husband from coming into the bathroom whenever I'm like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. And then he like used to bust in on me. And now uh-huh. I just leave the door open so that he knows there's something happening. <laughs> there are context clues that give him I just, plenty like, of time. I say this because the the woman I am closest to in the universe and knows everything about me, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's 
it's like I still close the door. Like I can't mm-hmm. imagine being wide open. He in- closes the door. I decided at some point in time in the last 10 years to not give a fuck anymore. <laughs> and here's the thing. I think he wishes that I did because there have been multiple times in recent history. And you know what? And having a kid too, it's like, I have no time to care anymore. Yeah. Um, like my self care time where I can like get a long hot shower and just have time to myself is like, less than a tenth of a percent of my life now i used to be able to like go and just take care of myself have time now i've got a toddler that like bangs on the door mom mommy <laughs> and i'm like honey you know I'm busy right now and then she has a meltdown because she can't get to me so for me it's just much easier to just be like yeah come on in everybody maybe maybe you need a basement toilet i'm gonna make you not want to be here and the way to do that is to have this door open so you walk (laughs) in and you experience what you don't want to hear see or smell (laughs) okay fair enough so i think that's my answer would you prefer a shorter answer no 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 that was that was the perfect answer (laughs) uh you'd be much more open to a basement toilet than i would i just can't imagine not being able to shut a door. No, but here's the thing. That's we're talking about my 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 family, my nuclear family. We live in your house, so we like live if in my house your, and around me. Know. And also, I don't mind desensitizing body function to my toddler. I don't want her to feel weird about yeah. having body function. Yeah. There shouldn't be shame. There like, should be no shame in that. Yesterday, she asked me to drop poop, and I'm like, "Cool, let's do it." So we got out. The, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, "Do you want me to do like an emoji poop or like a poop that the or doggies have?" <laughs> And so she's like, like the doggy poop. And so I'm, and then I draw it with like little stinky lines above it. And she uh-huh. looks at me, she's like a huge smile. That's a good poop, mom. <laughs> Ew, it smells so bad. And I was like, that's right. Do we touch poop? No. Do we eat poop? No. It's a good teaching moment. Yeah. Let's just, you know. Fair enough. Let's talk about it. Fair enough. But now if I go to someone else's house, there's no way I'm going to leave the door open. Yeah. No way. Or or use the basement toilet. You know this about me. Like, even around you. If I'm at your house, I have to poop. What do I do? I go upstairs <laughs> all the way across the clock. I close Lock every door. as many door. doors as you can. Yes. I've made you leave houses before so I could go to the bathroom by myself. So it's it's only true. talking about it. That's true. Super fine, guys. I'll talk about things. As far as I things. know, you don't even get gas. No, no. Not as far as you know. But I'll talk about gas. I'll talk about really bad bowel movements uh-huh. all day long. It's yeah. fun. But if it's real and it's with my other people besides my family... Uh, nope it's nope. zipped up <laughs> wow you installed a zipper yeah <laughs> that's amazing yeah they do that now <laughs> <laughs> that might make things easier it's uh, don't do the button it's very messy just uh, zip it the button <laughs> i did that on accident <laughs> nice uh i liked this comment uh it was educational to me I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti, uh, Hannibal Lecter says, would have been on, uh, Hannibal Lecter would have been on monamine oxidase inhibitors, M-A-O-I's. The three things you're not allowed to eat while taking them are liver, beans, and wine. Whoa. So I found that very interesting that he would be that smart that he would play all that in together. And there was also some really smart stuff in the comments about he missed him miss uh, pronouncing Chianti is a way of making fun of her accent as well. Oh. So instead of Chianti, they've had a lot of years to think about how amazing yes. the movie is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, ready to get to the question. Let's do it. This comes from Tyler Volk. Hey, Tyler. Uh, who says, uh, what's a show or movie you loved as a kid but appreciate so much more as an adult? The correct answer is, in fact, Clue the Movie. <laughs> you guys are awesome. 
Well, what's your incorrect answer, Danae? Well, I don't know that I have an incorrect answer. Um, Don't at me, Tyler. Uh, I could not think of a particular one because I'm super bad at like sometimes remembering exact ones. But I've had this feeling happen a lot lately because of Disney Plus where I'm going back and I'm watching these like older, uh, you know, hand drawn cartoons and I'm showing them to Iris and these are ones I watched growing up and I just keep thinking, man, this is so nice because the pacing is so different. Yeah. It's like what they're showing you is mind blowing to a kid. But nowadays what they show kids is mind blowing like on the next level because it's just all of this information just zipping into your brain instead of something that's sort of slower paced and sort of more gentle. And I think that there's a fun balance there and like, I would love to say that my daughter can sit through, you know, like one of these old ones. I can't remember the name of it, but it might be something to do with the spring. But it's like where the trees are sort of dancing and uh, the, the the spring maiden comes up uh, and then is it's like basically Persephone. She's taken to hell and then she comes back up in the spring and it's like hmm. this old drawn one. And I remember watching it and it's just fascinating to see these old, you know, cartoons that are really interesting t- to me to watch, but they're slower and it's more about just these interesting movements that they can draw rather than it being like this incredible twist and reveal about who the right. PJ mask kids are going to go like kill or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so your answer is basically Disney plus. My answer is the older drawn like, but not content. one in particular. There's not one you can think of other than Springtime for Persephone or whatever it's called. Springtime Persephone, that's not <laughs> what it's called, is the most recent one. It's happened multiple times, but we haven't made it through like Bambi or something, but that would be an example. Just right. these, or Seven Dwarves, you know, like Snow White, those kinds of, yeah. you know, just different storytelling and different time. And I think they're still amazing. Um, so that's my right answer. Um, my, I have three answers, uh, and the probably my favorite answer is Princess Bride, yeah. uh, which I you know loved mm-hmm. growing up. Although it kind of it came out when I was already in an adolescent, so I, it's hard to call that one a a kid. But I do remember you know watching it during my teenage years and just loving it. You but were now, super a kid, but now as an adult, I'm like, oh, this movie is. Good, like the way it's playing with characters, the way it's you know, um, the way the story progresses, like all that stuff is really cool. Uh, Wizard of Oz is definitely one I watched as a kid, and then as I've gotten older, I've really fallen in love with the artistry there. Singing in the rain, um, is that your next one? Did I guess it? No, oh. no, I didn't love singing in the rain as a kid. Oh. I don't know that I was fully uh aware of how amazing singing in the rain was until I was a teenager. Oh, okay. so get still a kid, uh, no, but I for me, this is like. The idea of this question for me is when your brain didn't understand how movies were made. Oh, I Like gotcha. when your brain didn't understand why a movie is good or bad. It was just like, oh, I like watching this. Like, and I that- like Persephone going to hell. <laughs> that's cool. Right. So, uh, Ooh, and devil. Then, that's scary. And then later your brain progresses and you learn more about you know cinema and how movies are made and all that kind of stuff. The other one is Mary Poppins. Ooh. Definitely watched that a lot as a kid. Oh my just god, loved it in Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Just watched that one. Yeah, that was fun. That is a fun movie. Um, uh, by the way, it's Disney's 1934, The Goddess of Spring. The Goddess of Spring, 1934. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're going way back. I- I'm telling you, I watched this when I was a kid. It was on Disney. Disney Plus, man. But They're now, I- and now I can watch it again. Well, I yeah. totally forgot about it until I'm flipping through and I'm like, oh my God, I remember watching this when I was Man, a kid. yeah. And you watched it when you were a kid in the 30s, huh? 
Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> well, you didn't know that I'm ageless, right? I'm yes. a vampire. No, you are Persephone. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. And <laughs> <laughs> nice. have so much power. Uh, Mary Poppins is cool, though, because since I watched Mary Poppins as a kid, I fell in love with like the Dick Van Dyke show and more of what he's done. And then so to go back and watch it as an adult and also uh, Julie Andrews, you know, who that was her first like break onto the scene and it was incredible. So um, so, yeah, I, I really dig Mary Poppins uh, and kind of what they've done there and that kind of stuff. So good those answers. Would be, those would be my three. And a super great question. Yes. Uh, you, you can send in your questions, by the way. There are several ways to do it. You can email us. Yep. BTS at CinemaSins.com or BehindTheSins at CinemaSins.com. Or you can tweet us, CinemaSins BTS. And uh, we love answering your questions. On the, the so let Twitter. us know. On the tweeters. You ready to move on to Beyond the Sins? Let's do it. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wild history. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Beyond the Sins. We're going to tell you about stuff beyond sins. <laughs> beyond those sins. Um, I'm going to talk about a game this week. Okay. Is that okay? That's great. Okay, so I found this game. And God, you are going to think I'm so lame and old. Like an old lady. Hey, everybody. I have another game for you. <laughs> this, this one's called Rumacube. This one's called Parcheesy. <laughs> I'm, really... I'm, like, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Shuffleboard. This is a Rumacube game. You have tiles. <laughs> Wait, are you really going to talk about Rumacube? Yeah. Rumacube's fun. It's, it's a, a super fun game. Fun game. Uh, what I love about Rema Cube, if you've never played before, is that you um, have like a, a central uh, area that everyone's playing with, and you can like move all these tiles around. Mm-hmm. So it becomes very much a puzzle piece of how to get all of your tiles out. Oh, yes, out which is why when you play with me, my turn lasts about 25 minutes. So here's the thing. <laughs> this is an app. You have no more than 30 seconds for your turn. What? And you can't Game play, ruined. You can play one where <laughs> you have a minute. So that has some... Some ways for you to sort of change what kind of game you want to uh-huh. play. Is there unlimited? No. And it costs coins to play each round. You have to play you put you put in a hundred coins, and if you don't win, then you're losing those coins. And so of course they want you to buy more coins to play more games. You know, you have uh tiles in front of you that all have a number on it. There's four different colors, and then there's numbers one through thirteen. And then there's a couple of wild tiles that can become whatever number you want. And um, there's rules to it. There's a tutorial that you can play. uh, And you're actually playing with other real people. So it's not, you can play where you're just playing against the computer if you want to. But you can actually play against other people. And that's fascinating as well. Well, I guess if you're playing against other other people, I understand the time limit. Yeah. If you're playing against the computer, I think you should be able to take as long as you want. You can go into the settings and kind of play around with it. I, I will thank you very much. I, I really and I love Rummy Cube. And since it's not a game I get to sit down and play anymore, it was just like this nice sort of, oh, I love this game. Because at some point in time, you've got like maybe one tile remaining and it's like a, a yellow two. And you know it can go somewhere on the board if you just rearrange everything. Um, and so then it's just figuring out how to rearrange the board in, in 30, 30 seconds. It's crazy. It just really challenges you. And so I am going to um, lightly recommend this one. If you All like right. Rummy Cube, I think you'll pick up on it really quickly because you know the rules of the game. If you've never played Rummy Cube before, it might be a little bit challenging. So definitely play a lot in the free games where you're not spending coins as you learn. 
because then once you start playing with coins and you lose a lot, they're gone and you can't get them back until you log in or watch a freaking ad or like pay money. And so I've already deleted the game because I'm like, yeah, I ran out of coins and I was like, I want to play forever. So I'll probably get it again because it's like, I, you know. I, just, I don't think these games realize how much money they're turning down by not offering a one-time purchase option mm-hmm. because there's so many more people like you or me, for instance, who use Google Play Rewards where we you know have money yeah. that we can buy games with mm-hmm. that would say, yeah, here's four ninety nine for your game. Take my five dollars. But because they want they want to be depended on for that you know sweet sweet coin milk from their yeah. from their teats. <laughs> Uh yeah they 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 don't do that no so, no yeah. but it is fun to play with other people and um it's you know what it's kind of hard sometimes too to find an app that works well when you're connecting multiple people together for one game and I was really impressed with the gameplay on that I think that they've done a really good job of making sure everyone's connected and there's also like an, a warning that'll come up if you don't have a strong signal where it's like you, you really need to play on like yeah. a practice game if you want to play right now because your signal's not really great. Uh, so, but yeah, there's, there's rules. I want to talk about Rummy Cube because I like the game, but that'd be super boring. So let's just go <laughs> on to what yours is, Aaron. Uh, I'm going to tell you about a, uh, TV show that I think that you will love. Me, Danae, or everybody uh, listening? Both. Oh, okay. Both. This goes both ways. You, Danae, I think will love this TV show. You as well will love this TV show. Uh, but you may not be able to watch. So you're welcome. Uh, This is called Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet, and the reason you may not be able to watch it is it's an Apple TV Plus show. Uh Now, if you have an Apple device, I think you have a year or even more of uh, Apple TV Plus, so you may want to look into that, but uh, this is hilarious, and it's about a group of game developers who are developing a World of Warcraft I was uh, going to say, this ex- sounds like one of my D&D games. I'm yeah, a- this is more World of Rat Warcraft I'm in. than D&D. I'm in. Uh, See so- how I'm leaning in closer to you? <laughs> yes. uh-huh. So Raven's Banquet is the latest expansion to Hell the yeah. Mythic Quest uh-huh. series, yeah, right? Yeah. Can, I play my, can I play my character that <laughs> so I So this is behind the scenes of them trying to develop and release this extension, uh, or expansion, expansion. this mm-hmm. expansion. I knew what you meant, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really funny here. The characters, I think, are... Uh, really likable, but all have their own little quirks and little things about them that make them human and also not likable a little bit sometimes. Uh, uh, Danny uh, Putty, uh, who you may know from Community, uh, is in it, and he's great. F. Murray Abraham, uh, the amazing actor, is hilarious in this. Uh, I I would love uh, to... Do you have Apple Plus today apple tv plus i you guys don't have an ipad my right? husband is an apple guy and i have an ipad at home that i use for some things i wonder if you have access to it and you don't so, know it i might i'm not sure hmm. anyway uh, i would highly recommend it it's really funny and i think there are i think they released all 10 episodes at once and they're like 20 to 30 minutes long each and so it's a nice quick breeze through this world. And Fun. Yeah. And I think you specifically, Danae, would love all the World of Warcraft yeah, type jokes that they're making and things that they're doing. So yeah, my first great. World of Warcraft character was a troll named Blaze. B-L-A-I-Z-E. <laughs> and she had a red mohawk. And she was a hunter. And you still remember her. Yeah. I think I still actually have, you know, I could log into my, my game and maybe even uh-huh. still find her someday. But I don't have time to play games anymore. If I don't have time to shower, I don't have time to play games anymore. <laughs> Not like that. 
One of my favorite jokes uh, in the uh, one of the first few episodes is they're developing a shovel for this expansion that's part of the game. Uh, or one person wants it to be part of the game. And another person's like, but what's the TTD on this item? And like, yeah, the TTD is pretty immediate. And then there's a new person like, what's TTD? Oh, time to dick. And it basically means the time it'll take players to draw a dick out of whatever item you put in the game. <laughs> and that just cracked me up. It's like, that actually seems like a conversation like a they yeah. actually might have. Sure. Like, so anyhow. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so you might like it. It's called Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. And again, on Apple TV+. Plus. Nice one. Yeah. That's going to do it for Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Danae Says. D-E-N-E-E Says. <laughs> and Sam Loom at Sam Loomis13. Yeah, uh, we'll can, be back with us soon. You can tweet him and be like, okay, are you alive? <laughs> Please come back. God, you were so missed this episode as they lobbed along. Uh, and if you want to uh, tweet at us as Behind the Sins, we are at BTS. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, and myself, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BehindTheSinsPod at gmail.com. And be sure to subscribe or message us at Twitter. And be sure to visit CinemaSins.com. scoop it's like when you have a scoop of ice cream but it tastes like crap and fell on the ground you know poop was right there and it rhymes with scoop dang it whoa you hear that do you hear that do i hear what it's the sound of my computer because <laughs> i don't have headphones on today oh yeah also i don't think anybody listening could hear it i'm gonna move my mic closer it's alien you're going to be so proud of me. Yeah, what happened? I completely avoided purchasing new pens for $10 today at a discount store. New pe- How many pens for $10? Uh, it was 10, pe- 10 pens. <laughs> <laughs> so a dollar a pen. A dollar a pen, yeah. That's yeah. not bad. Uh, no, you're going to make me want to go back and get them. <laughs> what uh, kind of pens? Like, were they fountain pens? They were felt tip pens. Okay, felt tip. Mm-hmm. They were point four. Mm, yes, point four, my favorite. Mm-hmm. So they're very precise looking. Mm-hmm. Yes. It made me want to doodle and draw in multiple colors. Do you still do the doodle for the... I started paying attention. Oh, look yeah. at you. You started yeah. caring about your job. I stopped going on Discord during the show and I started paying attention. And so there's no more doodles. I only have a handful of doodles. There's no more. It's okay. You know, something... Seasons. Things are in seasons. Yeah. The doodles were, were a season. Oh, it's a season. The season thing. of the doodles. I decided to peel um, my headphones. I have like, you know, little Bluetooth headphones and I stick in my ears, which I hate because then it gets like ear stuff in it. Yeah. So I decided to take them apart and try to clean them. That doesn't seem like a great idea at all. Well, you know, I have fingernails, so it makes it easier because you can kind of well, sure. scoop and flick. It's not the taking apart that I'm worried about, Danae. Yeah. It's it working when you put it back together. Well, that's the thing. Apparently, there was this little piece of plastic film over the the main of uh, I don't it's not called a vent it's just a hole that goes into the <laughs> where, the, know, where the sound your, comes out your expertise with the names of the parts uh-huh. probably is representative of the fact that you shouldn't have taken it apart to begin with <laughs> <laughs>
There's a little squishy part that you're supposed to be able to take <laughs> off and, pl- and replace. Like if you have a bigger or smaller ear hole. Uh-huh. No, I know what you're talking about. I took that off. And then there's this little piece of plastic film that's like over the main hole that shoots the sound out into your ears. Right. Probably to protect you a little bit more. That way the ear doesn't, the sound doesn't go directly into your ear. It's actually a vibration ear. thing, I that's believe. That's the vibration part of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, I knew it keeps that. You, keeps the, that vibration from sounding tinny. Yeah, yeah. It's, we'll call it the tinny filmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i went to the wrist doctor yeah you've got a growth i know how's your growth apparently very normal okay ganglion cysts are normal mm, ganglion mm-hmm. sounds very like gargoyle mm-hmm. like remember it the- sounds like from a different planet or something yeah i've got an alien wrist thing yes we believe you've had some sort of extraterrestrial encounter because the ganglion ganglion shut up <laughs> Did I say gluglanglion? Gluglanglion. Gluglanglions. The gluglanglions. What is it? Ganglion. The ganglions. <laughs> Just move on. All right. I could tell the doctor was, you know, busy. He burst into the room. Usually they kind of like knock, knock. Who's pause, there? And then they come in. This yeah. guy was, it was like a police raid knock. I should yeah. know. I've been in one before. It was like a boom, boom, enter. Yeah. So much so I jumped out of my seat because I was on my cell phone and there was a sign that said, don't be on your cell phone. So I immediately felt like I was doing something wrong. So I shoved the cell phone under my butt, <laughs> like in my seat. I just like and and, uh-huh. I went, and he goes, yeah. did I scare you? And I was like, I was on my phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> just putting my Jonathan puppet away. Shut up. <laughs> what? God. <laughs> no. He also had no sense of humor. Like he... He was seriously so busy. You can tell he had no time for the didn't like my shenanigans mm-hmm. because so if I if I uh, I think it's flex my my hand downward. OK, so like like then then this ganglion cyst sort of juts out of the front of my wrist. I believe you mean gluglanglion. <laughs> and it looks like a kind of like a norwell whale or like a unicorn horn. a norwall norwall and anyway I, I i said yeah i've been calling it my unicorn horn and he's just like anyway it's not gonna be <laughs> <laughs> oh you gotta love doctors <laughs> he was so overworked and i was like i'm sorry and so then i got real serious started calling him yes sir no sir like yeah, just to prove just, that i respect yep. the man mm-hmm. and i yep. wanted him to know that i was here for it you know <laughs> that's right he explained the whole thing to me. I mean, the ganglion cysts are fascinating, but... So what are you going to do about it? I don't know yet. You haven't decided? I, well, I told him what my dad said. <laughs> the poor God, this poor doctor. I was like, my dad told me to take a big book and smack it really hard. <laughs> was this before or after you supposedly started to take him seriously? Um, This was after I took him <laughs> yes, seriously. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought. <laughs> he was describing... The yes or no sir only goes so far. Oh no. He actually looked me in the eye. He was like, Yeah, everybody says that. Kind of like maybe everybody says, How's the weather up there for tall guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's something. Doctors I, have heard all that kind I of stuff. I guess he hears it all the time. Yeah. But people do that. They really do smack their cysts with, mm-hmm. specifically ganglion cysts. Yes. With yeah. like books and stuff. Yeah. Because apparently it kind of works sometimes. I mean, just breaks it up, right? And their body just has to take care of the pieces. I mean, that's sort of the idea. But he explained the whole, like, anatomy of them. And, of course, I love anatomy, so I was super into it. Yeah. 
but also realized that I'd already pressed his buttons twice. So I didn't want to be like, tell me more. That's fascinating. I was just like nerd brain up inside, keeping it all to myself. You know, there is something like you wonder how many button pushes before you get any kind of reaction one way or the other, you know, like <sighs> anger or finally, you know, giving into the silliness. And But when you're looking into the eyes of the man that may be doing surgery on your body <laughs> in the future, you yeah. just... You kind of, at some point, are like, I'm just going to turn into a very proper adult right now. One of my sons just told me he wants to be a surgeon. What? Yeah, he's Which just one? decided. He said, I, I... Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. Mm, Christian. Nope. Oh, I should have known better. God help us all. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was interesting is I went to a particular center that was for bones and joints. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different facets you can go to. And then... There was, uh, when I went into this particular office, all of the anatomy um, paraphernalia that was in the room was all wrist related. The anatomy paraphernalia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, the best kind of paraphernalia, really. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you go to an eye doctor, they have that weird like eye module set up where they can kind of take it apart and show you all the different pieces of an eye. Right. Or if you go to a lady doctor, it's always like the uterus and the mm, ovaries. Yes. My many trips to the lady doctor. Well, I'm just letting you know. Do they have one at the penis doctor place? <laughs> the urologist? Yeah, whatever his name is. Happy uh, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Did you get me something? Because that'd be weird. <laughs> no, but this this episode is coming out like the day before Valentine's Day. So my daughter came home with Valentine's cards. And she says, Mommy, I got a Valentine's Day card for you. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so sweet. My dog. Oh, no. Are you all of a sudden liking? My dog ate it. Oh. Uh, My dog ate that Valentine card and all the other Valentine's cards that she was supposed to hand out to her friends. Why? Thanks, dog. Did they have candy on them? Like, why was your dog attracted to the Valentine's Day It was wrapped in a plastic bag. And they're like. Dogs "Mm." love those plastic bags. They're they're puppies. They just. I'm sure it smelled interesting because it came from like her childcare provider's home. And every time Iris comes home from that childcare provider, she always smells really good. Like yeah. the lady must wear delicious perfume. So I'm assuming that maybe it had a nice scent to it. But anyway, yeah. I, I left the house to go find my husband's iPad that he had left on his car that had blown off of his car and we couldn't find it. And so I was driving his route to discover if the, if it was okay. I came back to the house with a broken iPad and then I walked. You did discover it. I did. And it was not okay. Oh, no. It's dead. <laughs> and then, like, all of the pieces uh, of, of the Valentine's cards were, like, all over the floor. And I was like, man. And it was just a piece. Of, it did, she didn't even draw on it. It was literally just a piece of paper that she had printed off from a website and then cut out. And it just said, God is love on it with a little heart. Sentiment. So it's fine. Cannot be it's eaten fine. by your pets. That's right. The sentiment is still there. The story is my first Valentine's card my child ever gave me became dog poop. <laughs> That's the story. So does that confirm your hatred of Valentine's Day? Yeah, or are you like starting it. to open yourself up to okay, all so, the different kinds of love being yeah, celebrated we, on Valentine's we Day? We haven't done a BTS show on Valentine's Day before. So right. all, all, of our, all of our friends in BTS land don't know how much I fucking hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> Guys, right. it's the worst. It is the worst day. I've never had a good Valentine's Day, although they are getting a little bit better because yeah. now we go out to dinner as a family because my husband knows I hate it so much. Right. That like 
you know, he would take me out every Valentine's Day. I've never had a happy Valentine's Day. Like one of one of our married Valentine's Days where we went out to a really fancy dinner with, that cost like a hundred something dollars for us to eat at this fancy restaurant. Yeah. We were deciding if we were going to divorce or stay together. <laughs> like my Valentine's Day blow. They just blow. They're never good. So now we do it as a family. We take Iris somewhere. Yeah. And that's just kind of fun. Like, hey, let's just do something as a family. Happy Valentine's Day. Let's avoid... Let's avoid talking about like what we're supposed to be in this culture of love. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Didn't you get stalked on Valentine's yeah, Day I had, once? I had a stalker one year that I had yeah. to deal with. I, had a th- I threw flowers on the ground and was like, "Leave me alone!" <laughs> Which I think I threw them in the back of my car. Anyway, yeah, it's just weird. Get it through your head, and then all the all the while, <laughs> movies and television are telling him just keep just pursuing keep going. her. Yeah, just keep going. Eventually, this is the story. Eventually, yeah. she gives in. They and say you no. Fall in love and have marriage and yeah. have all the babies. That's right, because that's the best kind of love is when you're relentless, and they're just like, <laughs> I guess you're the best I'll ever do. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's love. <laughs> Relationships are hard. Yeah, they are. Valentine's Day, I, I, I like if it was celebrating love uh, amongst people and not like celebrating relationships and having to be with someone. And if you're not with someone that you're like on the outskirts, yeah. I think I'd be okay with it. But then like our culture has turned it into this I a stuffed animal that has a heart on it for yeah, somebody. Yeah. yeah. Get them candy. Yep. For you know, tell them that you like them on this day. But you know, Valentine's Day is really special for some people. People get married on Valentine's Day. They get engaged on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to. My opinion is my opinion. I've just I don't like it. I you know I don't mind there being a day to honor something that's important to people. I think what I mind is the fact that we kind of use it as a not as an excuse necessarily, but even a subliminal reason not to treat the rest of the year. To celebrate that thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of one of those things. I'd much rather be in a marriage uh, or a relationship where, you know, every day we're trying to figure out how to love each other better what if, than once a year I buy flowers. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or, like, like, Or what if Valentine's Day was figuring out a way to love somebody or something or organization or, or that you don't normally think about loving? Like, right. Go show love in a way to something that you're not used to doing. It's just, it's just become Go such volunteer a, somewhere or make it, a it, donation or something that, I don't know. Yeah, it can just, it can turn into everybody pair up now. You better have mm-hmm. your pair this day. Yeah. You know, it's just like. Well, and then like, you know, Iris is handing out Valentine's Day cards. I'm just like, ew, that's icky. You know, but then it's it's just something fun to do when you're a kid. Right. You like know? you're doing, see, this is the parenting thing where yeah. it's like your philosophical beliefs come into uh combat with your child's upbringing and the fact that all their friends are doing these fun things and well i remember having valentine's cards and like creating like the paper mache big old things when i was a kid and having a good time with that but there was also just i remember the pressure of hoping that people would give me valentine's cards and like you would go to school with 14 but you don't have you have more than that in your class and then you're like you'd find out whose favorite you were yeah oh God, I hate that. Yeah, no, oh, it's the I'm worst. I'm getting so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to this really great show right now. That's like on this YouTube channel, Dimension Twenty or something, and it's like mm-hmm. it's called Fantasy High. It's another D- Dungeons and Dragons show that people have been telling me to go watch or listen to the podcast 
for a long time and I finally am doing it. It's got to be the worst, not the worst, but you'll know what I mean. The worst to be a Dungeon and Dragons show fan person because uh-huh. when people recommend a new show to you, yeah. it's literally months before I can of get to continued it. watching oh, no, no, to no, catch yeah, up yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, those, oh, yeah, like each there. episode is seven hours long. That's and, not true. They're well, not I, all like that, but they're all about an hour. It's it is ju- it's like what it's like catching up on a TV show. Well, a TV show that you know has been running for. 40 seasons maybe but this one okay so the ones i've been like binging are where it's been like within the last year yeah so we're talking about 52 something episodes yeah so yeah it's still each episode is 20 hours long okay aaron (laughs) but anyways i'm super animated because this particular dungeon master he does fantastic voices oh my god oh that's fun like it is he is so brilliantly fun to listen to yeah and so i'm like they're in the middle of this fight right now i'm and I'm like, oh, it's so fun. And they do a really good production, too. Yeah. Anyway. You showed me so a little really bit of... Um, critical Role. You showed me a little bit of Critical Role, which I think is, if not the most popular, one of the most popular mm-hmm. in the genre. Yeah. And uh, I was entertained. I enjoyed it. Yeah, there was this one particular I mean, you scene had, I you wanted had to, to sit, see. You had to sit me down and kind of give me the backstory. I gave you a little bit of stuff to get to make sure that you understood thing. the context. And then you probably watched but what, I totally 15 get it. minutes of it. Yeah, I totally get it. Like I still think it's segment. for me, but I totally get it. Yeah. Like, you know, just watching fun. that, I was like, oh, I get this. This yeah. is this is fun. This this combines so much of what I love about improv. Yeah. It combines so much of, of what I love about sports mm-hmm. because the outcome is not determined. Well, so there is this element yeah. of who's going to win, what's going to, you know, the dice roll. It, there is a competition. There is a game part to mm-hmm. it, which is really, you know, mm-hmm. I, I get that. So I yeah. understand. Yeah. It's fun. So let's play Dungeons and Dragons then. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 